Welcome back, know-it-alls. Thanks for listening to the show. And as always, give us some feedback about what we are doing so we can make sure you're having a good time listening to us. Yeah, I need to get me a Mr. Mom. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's just I was at Home Depot buying a new like faucet for my kitchen, and I just saw the the welcome mat, and I was like, well, I mean, it's it's Thanksgiving, it's fall, it's Halloween, that's all rolled up in the one. And then once I bought it, I was like, well, my flowers are all dead, so I need to replace that with something. So I was at Walmart buying groceries, and they had a whole bunch of like the I don't know you you saw it, right all the orange like leaves and the little pumpkins on sticks and stuff. Yeah. And they were like a dollar twenty-eight per stem. So I was like, oh, I'll buy like five or six of these. And now my flowers won't die because they look beautiful and bright and orange and wonderful. I'm just giving you crap, man, because I, I wish I had some space and time to be all crafty. Well, I mean, I didn't I didn't build them. I just bought them and I well, them either way, either way. Uh you yeah, know. I, just, I wanted it to look nice. And it does well, look nice until it it's does snows. look nice. And then I figured I want to do four seasons of it. So in wintertime, I'm going to grab like a Santa or a snowman welcome mat yeah. and put little tiny, little mini Christmas trees in that little planter. And then in spring, I don't know. What would you do for spring? I like uh, a, gnome, like, a gnome boffa the fairy. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, yeah. I'm thinking Easter eggs or something. That's kind of, that's kind of spring. Yeah. I know yeah. Oreo he... always comes out with like new Easter Oreos. And there they're usually go. shaped like an egg and they're pink filling or purple filling, or they come up with the peeps ones. Have you had those Oreo uh, peeps? No. Yeah. No. I, I'm not, I'm not a peeps fan, but obviously I have to try the Oreos cause I fucking try all the Oreos. And yeah. They're just overpoweringly sweet and gross. But then I, I had peeps Pepsi in February. Yeah. You told me about that. Yeah. That, that was, that was, it's like the Oreo, but liquid without the cookies and cream flavor. I don't know. Peeps are, are invading so much. And they're not yeah. even they're not even fucking good. Like peeps are fucking gross. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they are they are gross. So I don't know. Mr. 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 Crafty. You you know, you'd almost think that you're trying to impress a girl showing up at your house like I have culture. Yes. I have culture. Here's my non-real flowers stuck in my yes. real dirt. And and then here's a bunch of photos of me in foreign countries pretending that my dick is many different objects. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Those are in my foyer. Like when you walk up my stairs, there, there's one or two because I have like six picture frames on my stairs and there's, I think, eight pictures in each frame. So yeah. there, there's there's quite a bit. There's 32 pictures up there and about three or four of them are things that aren't my penis, but could be my penis if I posed properly. Yes, they're just gonna be well, disappointed though. They're gonna be like, "Why that your, your penis is a the size of a trombone?" And then they pulled out my pants and they're like, "Oh, brother, no." I think I think the best one I ever did was when I was in Panama at a Spanish fort, and they had like a huge, like you know, sixteen hundreds era cannon that was mounted there. So I stood behind nice. that. <laughs> well, you know, anytime there's a cannon, you know, a cannon's got to line up with it. Oh, you, you got to do ah, it. Ah, my namesake. Uh, yes, 
I did one at one of the cannons at the Arsenal football stadium in, in London. So I don't know. I don't know who I'd get to take the picture if I'm there by myself, but if I was to go back to the, uh, military Royal museum in London, they have like two 16 inch battleship guns that are out front. They are oh. friggin' like huge. Yeah. I mean, huge. Just, just ask a stranger. You'd be surprised yeah, at how yeah. many people would find it hilarious. <laughs> I remember when I got up at Worlds of Fun up behind, they had like a, a, a gorilla on all fours, and I got behind the gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> I think people are asking for it when they when they build something like that. You know, you would think that they are. You know, they'd almost be like, you know, somebody's going to really love this as a Photoshop. Let's build that, you know, right there for, you know, for all the guys who are like, okay. Let's get or, up behind that and take a picture. They could be really mature people, and actually, the thought doesn't even cross their mind. That's that's true. It, it's it's debatable. Those are the people that you don't want to ask for help with taking a picture. Like I, I was in Italy this summer, and there was a wine bottle, probably the size of two cars, and it was on its side in front of like a, a wine tasting place. And I just walked up to it and pretended it was my wiener. And the people, <laughs> the cultured people doing the wine tasting in, in the building right there, just looking out the window like, fucking tourists. Like, really? It's like, you you asked for it. Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah, no doubt. In yeah. my world. You 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 get what you ask for. I, I still, I, I do like the fire hose in, what was it, Indianapolis or was it Springfield? Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Uh, that was in Springfield. Yeah. Good times. Good times. And is that also the one that we did the the Lincoln Monument from like far away. We laid down. Yeah, yeah, legs. yeah. Fucking immature. I know. It was fun though. <laughs> well, it hopefully we made it a little bit more entertaining for people around us. You know the the fun ones. Well, the fun ones, yes. Man, I'll tell you what, what a weekend this has been. You 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 froze. You said, "What a weekend this oh. has been!" And then uh, it, it, my, my connection drop. My yeah. connection dropped for a second. I said, "What a weekend it's been!" I said, "There's no rest for the wicked. Just busy, busy the whole weekend." What, so, did, you, what did you do? Oh well, got my grass mowed today. So yay, fun! I did my last mow a couple weeks ago. Clay, are you there? Yes, sir. There's to be technical difficulties again. All I see is Charlie Ray's face, smiling, eyes closed, right into his camera, but absolutely no sound coming out of the mic. Absolutely no sound coming out of the speakers. This isn't as cool as the time he left to go get a pizza in the middle of a recording, but still pretty cool. Alright, where were we? Uh, I was saying there's no rest for the wicked. I said I've been busy all weekend and just finished mowing and cleaning up and having time to to hang out and speak to Mr. Clay hmm. about his crafty decor. Yes. It yes. was just a, just a bonus to the Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, I think we're going to have to you know change over the answers for everything and turn it into like a Martha Stewart type network or something. And we'll oh, just yeah. talk about cooking and, and, and know, crafts crafts and you know oh my god I, I i think it would that would like shock all of our 
thousands of listeners who <laughs> depend on us for the perverted stuff that we supply. And, and the knowledge, obviously the yeah. knowledge we supply. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We can be perverts and be crafty. April is saying that it should be questions for everything. Since I just, I spent about five minutes asking her a ton of questions in an episode. Yeah. She's like, wait, 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 you're supposed to have answers for everything. And all you've been giving me is questions for everything. And I was right. like, well, that, that's sad. <laughs> I'm supposed to know more stuff, but I just don't. Yeah. Shh, don't well, tell anyone. You know, uh, I'm sure you know quite a few things about a very few things, just like I know quite a few things about a very few things. And there's a lot of things that I don't know anything about, just like many people. Yeah. I, I did have a listener reach out and he's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of neat. When you said you have answers for everything, you also had like a little subtitle that said, um, they're, they're not the right answers, but they're an answer. So you're technically not lying. I was like, yeah, fair enough. That's true. Right. That's true. Yeah. Did he say anything? Did he did he like the show? He he went through 126 of our episodes in three weeks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he just he he drives for a living. So he's oh, in, his, okay. in his truck just listening to it for like like eight hours a day, just listening to it. Well, I will send a shout out from Casey then to this listener who he whoever he may his be. His name is his name is Chris. Chris, shout out to Chris. Big shout out from Charlie Ray. Yeah, thanks for spending a so, hundred and yeah, probably about an hour each, maybe. So it's yeah. one hundred and twenty-seven hours, and not the movie one hundred twenty-seven hours, but actually one hundred twenty-seven hours of listening to this. This crap. Yeah. I yes. mean this 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 good stuff. This fucking this, solid gold information here. This is this is highfalutin entertainment, baby. Yeah, highfalutin. All right. So, so, but so, 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 if you're listening, Chris, and you're listening to this episode here one day down the road, stay safe, buddy. Keep her, <laughs> keep her between the lanes. <laughs> so, you were busy mowing and organizing and cleaning. I was busy cooking Thanksgiving dinner and working. And tomorrow I've got another, like a 12 hour shift ahead of me. That's what happens. My employees book a day off and they all book the same days off for family stuff. And then I'm stuck working. Everybody's shifts all rolled up into one. So, I couldn't do Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. I had to do it two days early. But then again, I never do Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. It's usually about a month later. I usually have my Thanksgiving around the time you guys have Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because I don't have anybody booking days off for American Thanksgiving. They don't, oh, they, right. they don't know what that is. They don't care. Yeah. And, I was, and I was thinking that this would be an ideal episode for our Martin Frobisher that we keep talking about. But then we never actually like dive into Martin Frobisher. Yes. Yes. And then we we also didn't do any research for it today, so it's not going to be the topic. No. Of our, it's it's a non Thanksgiving episode, but it's still a fall episode. Halloween? That is correct. Yes. So, what do you think, Clay? You want to talk about some haunted stuff? Yeah, some, let's some good old some good old scary stuff for <laughs> the fabulous Halloween. Speaking of scary, I'm going to be on a plane on Friday the 13th. So, hey, ooh, so am I. Let's, let's hope Charlie Ray makes it okay. Where are you going? I'm going to be in LA. I'm going to be in Vegas. <laughs> We're going to be five hours from each other. I know. I don't have a rental car. Oh, shit. And neither do I. We're landing and then we're going out I'm, for the night. I'm Ubering it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day, it's going to be awesome buffet for lunch and then U2 concert at night and then zip lining down on Fremont Street. That's well, mine's yeah, fucked up. That's, we're both that's, gone. That's funny. We're getting, well, that's funny that we're going to be so close to each other yet so far. Yeah. Do you, do you have any like, connections? Are you connecting anywhere? No. Well, uh, hold on. 
Are you connecting you know, in Vegas? <laughs> I might be connecting in Vegas. That's I, weird. You know, I think I think I am connecting in Vegas. It's like around, but it's like around ten or eleven a.m. or something oh, like that. Yeah, we're not even yeah. on the plane till till after one. Oh yeah, because I'm getting into I'm getting into Orange County around one o'clock. So yeah, I don't land until seven thirty, but I'm connecting in Vancouver. I got a direct flight back, but yeah, that's that's nice. Now I, I don't have too much planned. Uh, before we get into our fall episode, we'll discuss travel plans here real quick, folks. But uh, yeah, I'm going to fly out to L.A. I was supposed to hang out with my friend Al that used to live in Kansas City, and he was going to hang out and go to the fest. There's a metal festival this weekend in, in Los Angeles. And so he was supposed to come out, hang out, stay at the hotel with me, and we were just going to go to places around there and Uber it to the festival and back. So now I'm thinking instead Friday night, I'm going to see if I can arrange a Tantra massage out there instead to receive or to give to receive. I haven't had a good Tantra massage in a couple plus years, three yeah. years. I, I was thinking like you, when, when I asked for giving or receiving, I was like, can you offer those services and just fly into town and be like, Hey, I'm offering Tantra massages. And they're like, Oh yeah, yeah sign me up, sign me up. But I guess you'd have yeah. to, yeah, there's plenty. Look. There's there's plenty of people already out there offering tantra massages, and this is going to cost me a a fair amount. But the thing is, I look at it this way: I want a really good tantra massage from somebody who knows what they're doing, because I know that with that kind of properly trained massage and my own training, I'm going to have a really good time. I'm going to be glowing at the end of that session. Let's just put it that way. And uh, in your Uber, just jizzing. (laughs) Well, in a metaphysical way, sure. It'll just be popping out of every pore. I will be, I will be a changed man. And then Saturday and Sunday's metal festival. I'll probably try to get to in and out burger for lunch. One of those two days on the way there. Yeah. That's Uh, what we're, we're thinking of in Vegas as well. Probably do in and out. Yeah, little in and out. Love, little in, burger, burger. Leave it in for a little bit, pull it out. Animal style. Yeah, animal style. <laughs> slap, uh, slap the patties, slap the buns. You know the whole thing. Put the pickle on the bun. Yeah, yeah. and see if you can eat the eat it all all in one go. That's right. That's right. So, uh, by the way, those those were like legit statements. No, no euphemism for anything. Yes, sexual. Yes. That, that's a super immature and yes, Charlie Ray and I are above that shit. Yeah, we're highfalutin. That's right. Uh, and then uh, and then Monday because I got a really early flight on Tuesday, so on Monday I'm going to go to the uh, USS Iowa Battleship Museum that's there. So the battleships there in Long Beach, and so I'm going to go spend the day during that, and then Monday night I'll just chill out at the hotel, you know, read a book, watch TV, whatever. Very relaxing. Got, yeah, and then like I said, I got a really early flight Tuesday. So, and are you done uh, with all your metal events for the year? Anymore? Probably. The only other one I've got that maybe was that London trip, but I haven't decided if I'm going to go. No, we we've discussed this. It's best to put that money aside and plan a better trip. Yeah, yeah. Although I do have a year plus for that other trip true but a year comes but up pretty quick. over a uh, year ago can you can you think about stuff you're like oh yeah i got a year and it's already come and gone you didn't achieve what you wanted to achieve 
the list is as long as my arm. Yeah, I would dude. say the I would say the list is as long as my dick, but that wouldn't be long enough for the list. Oh, it depends <laughs> how small the writing is. Well, you know how those people write on a grain of rice. There <laughs> it's you go. Gonna need to be yeah, you have a you have a big yeah. list, like yeah. four things. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm still I'm still I'm still a little concerned that they're gonna all of a sudden flip the switch and go. Oh, COVID 2.0 and everything shut down and oh my god quarantine and not to mention all the potentially crazy rioting on the streets of London that's been richly diversified for by potential engineers and doctors you know so you've got that to deal with too you're, you're really truly concerned they're going to shut everything down dude you know how squirrely all the countries that are based around the uk and derivatives are i mean look between the way the uk government acted the canadian government acted the new zealand and the australian government acted they were some of the worst ones that flipped out about everything i mean seriously i mean you, i mean think about it i mean you guys had a pretty draconian system that they threw in place up there where you're at all you had to do is get a shot and you can do whatever you want well, yeah, but even when you had that, you still had to like, you had to get this app, you had to check in on this, and you had to do that, and blah blah blah, you know. Yeah, it took about eight seconds. Yeah, well, it, it really wasn't a lot of work. It, that's you. That's and, not and, me. And then there were other people that were checking into the airline when we were at in Cancun, and they didn't have the app. They didn't have a cell phone, and the, the girl at the counters was like, "Just get on the plane." They didn't <laughs> want to. They didn't want to deal with it. They're done. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. want to deal with this shit. Yeah. Super fucked up. I, was I, like, am, I am kind of concerned about the fact that we're going to need visas to fly into to Europe in 2025. So, I mean, yeah. it's not going to be a concern. I mean, we can get one. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, I mean, but, it's, but, it's it's a money grab. They say oh, yeah. it's a security thing, whatever. I don't yeah, know. who knows? It's always about money. But I don't know. I. I don't. I still don't know what's going to happen this fall. I. I. You know, everything is so. I mean, not to go all the way down that rabbit hole, but just to say, you know, look what's happened in the last 24, 48 hours in the world. Yeah. You know. So how about the corner of the world that we live in within Answers for Everything? Yes. We, we just, let's put the blinds up. We're, we're like a, a horse or a dog running down a track and there's there's only right in front of us and right in front of us right now are computer screens and uh-huh. we're going to be talking about Haunted. Ghosts? Haunted? That's right. Haunted Ghost. Yeah. So let's let's go ahead and jump into the haunted ghost. Clay, do you want to go first with uh, what um, you want want to talk I don't, about? I don't have any personal stories that I haven't already told, so I don't want to repeat myself. So I, I was just browsing the internet trying to find some creepy shit in my neck of the woods, like in the prairies in Canada. And there's a bunch of like campgrounds and hotels and houses. But the more I read about it, the, there was no meat to it. Like there's no there's like oh this was a school, and sometimes they they hear clanking. Really. Yeah. That's, yeah. So you you it's a tourist thing now. You want me to go pay to hear a clank? Like it's just right. really, really sad. So then I was doing some search for some other things and I came around I came across a cool campground in Campo, California. So it's called the Marina Campground. Never heard of it. Yeah, me neither. And then I read about it, and then there were some interviews with some people and some stories they told, and then there was a link to more stories and more people. So instead of just like, hey, there's clanking in the hallways of that old school. Yeah. This this is actually a story with multiple people talking about the shit that they see, the shit that they hear. So I'm just going to read the article. 
Okay. Yeah. To the best of my ability with my grade three education, ed- edumacation, sorry. Did I say that right? Edumacation? Yes, edumacation. All right, you, that's what you, I got. You, you is a college student. I is a grade three graduate. There you go. All right, so. All right. Hidden in the wooden Laguna Mountains, Lake Marina Campground offers breathtaking views of its namesake in Campo. It's a popular place for those who seek serenity while enjoying hiking, picnicking, boating, and fishing. We could talk about ice fishing and fly fishing and like fish hooks, but that's a couple episodes ago. If you guys want to get on the on the fishing train, you can hear all about it. And Charlie Rage, how's your memory? What what is the the spear or the spike that they use with ice fishing? Oh hell, I don't remember ice fishing very well. Kakavak. Uh, huh? Kakavak, yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah, sounds about right. All right. All right. Grade three education, but pretty good memory. There you uh, go. All right. So, but hidden in the dense trees gliding around the lake and disturbing campers at night are several entities that transform the beautiful Lake Marina into the setting of your worst nightmare. When it comes to ghosts, Lake Marina has plenty of them. The most famous entity haunting the campground is the woman in white. The young woman is usually seen around the lake, gliding solemnly without harming anyone. But she's not the one you should be scared of. Legend has it that the Lake Marina campground is the forever home of Millie, a young girl who was tortured and eventually killed by her own mother. According to a medium who had visited the campground and felt Millie's presence, the child's mouth has been slashed from ear to ear because she screamed in pain while being tortured. So that's the information the medium got from Millie as to why she looks the way she does. So combined with pale skin, light blonde hair, and a bloody apron, Millie is a sight that instills fear in the hearts of those who encounter her. She also has a murderous aura, which is the result of claiming the lives of many hikers and campers. So I guess a lot of people in this area go missing or have died. Oh, so, that's creepy. Yeah, and they're they're trying to figure out is it, if the entities are leading them off the path and killing them, like just falling off a cliff, or if they just lead them into the lake and they drown, or are the entities that are haunting the mountains from these actual hikers and campers? I don't know. So the the more that the more people who perish up there, the more entities seem to be swirling around. Yeah, I guess it's like zombies. You know, the more more people they bite, the more people turn into zombies, and the more people they can bite. Ghosts of a feather f- <laughs> haunt together. That's I guess. right. So if you feel if you feel a sweat trickle down your pack, and you think you're being watched, don't look back, or Millie's pale eyes will be the last thing that you see. Other horror stories from the Campo locals: Millie, the woman in white, and other ghosts haunting the Lake Marina campground may terrify you. But there's other entities that can make your heart stop in fear. These ones haunt the campground, waking up campers to the sounds of heavy footsteps, loud singing, and lively dancing. Those who dare to peek outside, despite the long shadows creeping on the outside of their tents, never find a single mark indicating the activity happened anywhere around them. While the buildings that these entities haunted have been demolished over the years, they refuse to move elsewhere, just living in the the air living in the trees, living in the ground, living in the water. One of these stubborn entities is the one that once resided in the former dam keeper's old house. A San Diego Union article published the story of a woman who stayed there in the 1980s, only to be awoken 
by a poltergeist that had everything in the room floating around her. In the same place, many campers have been at the mercy of this entity, but now it's more malicious than it was in the past. According to a different San Diego Union article, which is the local paper out there, Walter Strucker, a park volunteer, was suddenly awakened and looked out the open window by his bed in his motorhome. He found himself staring right at a tall man standing outside by the window. He was wearing a dark coat, a knitted foul weather cap. What is that? Knitted foul weather cap. Basically, it's like a, I think it's like a, like, like what you would call uh, a beret or like, no, a, like a, uh, like a, like a two, like a, like a stock. Let's see here. I mean, like a stocking cap. Stocking uh, okay. Think about shipwreck dollar general version. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, I was thinking of like, like a beanie. Yeah. Like, like kind like of a, something like, like a that. round. It looks like a dickhead, but you folded it like that. Like, it looks like a condom, sort of unfolded a little bit, placed over your ears and, and head. There is actually, actually, you know what the foul weather hat is? What is you it? Ever see, you ever seen those movies where people are like on fishing boats? They got those big kind of yellow hats that kind of fold up really yeah, yeah, funny. Yeah. They, look, they yeah. look like penis heads, basically. That's a foul weather hat. Okay. It's, it's, it's a specialized type of basically for rain and and foul weather yeah yeah i mean i guess so I, i'm thinking of the movie i know you did last summer and the guys were yeah 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 that's exactly that's okay. exactly what what it is so all right and so so it's got like flaps on it and stuff you know kind of like kind of like the winter hats but but it's more like waterproof yeah. and stuff yeah all right so, so yeah he was, he was wearing a dark coat and a knitted foul weather cap they looked at one another for a moment then the man turned and walked towards the lake. Strucker sat up in his bed, went, glued his eyes to the window, stared through it. There wasn't a full moon, but it was light enough to see clearly. The man was taking very deliberate steps towards the lake, but it seemed to me that his feet were six or seven inches above the surface of the ground. So he's like literally walking on air towards the lake. Oh. I guess they're not walking on sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then there's a supervising ranger named Tracy Walker also had two personal experiences to report concerning ghosts and the paranormal. While in a converted back office of the ranger station, originally an old concession building built in the 1920s, he said, there's trees on the one side of the building and lots of leaves on the ground. I heard footsteps out there. I was so certain of it. I laid my work aside because I was all alone and I went to go check it out. But before I could do that, the steps accelerated. They came closer to the building, right to the side door, maybe 12 feet from me, and they stopped. There's like a wooden platform that extends under the door inside and outside. It creaked and moved up and down. So I knew someone was standing on it, but I didn't hear them get that close because the last time I heard them, they were about 12 feet away from the building in the, tr in the leaves. The floor creaked, it moved up and down, and then the doorknob turned all the way around once. Oh, by now I was really concerned. I, was I having hallucinations? I looked around, realized I was awake. So I phoned down to the ranger's residence and I asked my wife, Jackie, to join me. I stood up by the front door watching her come. We went in, locked the door behind us, went to the back office, sat down and waited. And then it happened again. We both heard the footsteps this time. We both heard the leaves. We both saw the platform give. We both saw the doorknob go left, right, left, right, left, right. Three weeks later, 
Walker had another experience where one of the ranger logbooks that had been set down just disappeared. And they found it later that night in the bathtub. It isn't surprising that both Strucker and Walker were not the only two to experience the haunts at Lake Marino. In 1981, inside the former dam keeper's 50-year-old house, the first structure to be built on the lake, on two different occasions, the residents had overnight company, whom they put up on the fold-out couch in the living room. The first guests were awoken by the sound of heavy footsteps walking around the bed. On the second occasion, a female was suddenly awakened, sat up in bed, saw a baby's christening gown floating from across the room. It floated to her, brushed her cheek. There was nobody in it, just the gown. It floated back to where she had first seen it, and it just rested on a shelf. And then it disappeared through the shelf. She insisted that she was completely awake while it was happening. Flash forward 30 years later, and the question remains, and the question remains, is Lake Marina haunted? Garrett D., recounted on Yelp.com in 2011. Yep, it's haunted. Seriously. I read about it on the Old Country website. Over near the first large patch of boulders west of the campground, a girl in white would occasionally show up, stare at folks in the middle of the night, only to disappear into the lake. I didn't see it, but it seems that I'm the only one who hasn't. So I have no choice but to believe that it's haunted. So, you want to go camping? Sure. Fuck yeah. I'm game. Creepy shit though, right? Oh yeah, very creepy shit. It's I've talked about this before, but witnessing the creepy stuff by yourself is terrifying. But you have nobody to to talk it over with. You have nobody to to bounce off the idea like, hey, did I hear that? And if you both heard it, you know that you're not fucking crazy, right? Like if you're the right. only one who can see the little people like running around your house, or the only person who can see the drapes moving when no one's around, or the only person who can see the refrigerator open and the light turn off and on. Right. You, might, you might be going nuts, but if there's two people watching it happen, chances are pretty good it fucking happened. Yeah. You know, the thing is, I've I've never, that I can think of, personally had anything like while I was awake of a, of a paranormal experience. I've had some really weird dreams. Uh, you know, and, but Never anything when I was wide awake, you know. Uh, I've never gone on any kind of like paranormal, you know, like haunting investigation type things or any kind of weird places. I mean, would you I don't like know. to? I would. I mean, it's something I would do. I, I wouldn't do it by myself. Like I said, it had to be with somebody else, you know, it, it, or a group of people, but at least one other person, you know. Um, Probably not some girl who's going to be all like, oh, my God, and freak out about stuff, you know? I, I don't want to yeah. do a tour. Like, I don't want to go to a place that's like a tourist trap because then you know they're just doing shit. Yeah. That's their tourist yeah. trap shit. I want to, like, legit see something fucking real. Yeah. But not alone. Or, or not do that I'm you. scared. Or do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not scared to see it. I just want to have somebody else that I can discuss it with that knows what we both saw. Right. Yeah, it's like there's like that creepy haunted forest in Japan, right? Where people go to go to die. Yeah, yeah. So you could just be wandering around and find somebody just hanging from a tree that they hadn't found yet. Yeah, super fucked up. I mean, uh, they're not hanging themselves, are they? Yeah, people like commit suicide there. So I mean, then it's not. How do I put it? It's it's like mysterious. Well, it's it's supposedly. 
do they go there to kill themselves because they know that's where they want to go or are they just walking around the forest and they get this like overwhelming urge to hang themselves who knows you know that would be kind of fucked up yeah he'd be walking along (laughs) right do it do it hang yourself like what the fuck i'm already hung but anyway (laughs) but yeah that's creepy um yeah there's all kinds of places i mean like like the one i was going to talk about here in the midwest is like there's the you know but this one's you know it's almost like kind of a common thing it's like what old penitentiaries not haunted you know what i'm saying any you know, like alcatraz is haunted you know this you know pennsylvania yeah. old state you know so the missouri state pen here in in missouri is like a you know it's a, it's the old it's closed now but it's you know it's open as a as a museum and as a touristy thing and they have like you know overnight things where you can stay for like eight hours and go investigate stuff and things like that they have shorter ones too but the eight hours the longer ones like a hundred bucks you know and and so there's supposed to be all these things that have happened there and you know there's also like a a haunted uh well again this is like every state's got one it's like oh the 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 mental asylum is closed down is haunted well yeah you got a bunch of energy from people who are psychotically deranged and and uh unbalanced so yeah you know i mean i i'm a firm believer that energy can imprint on an area like oh, shit yeah what well, yeah I mean, and I, I would like to hope that that's true yeah because that just but, makes it makes you i don't know how to put it we're not just here to work monday to friday monday to friday nine to five get stuck in traffic pay taxes and die you're you're absolutely you're absolutely right we're here to work monday through sunday yeah yeah (laughs) more hours pay even more taxes yeah spend more time on the road but there's got to be more to it like we we have to be able to fuel something like energy right it has to be well you know the whole thing is this it's like you know human being i mean this has already you know this has been in many movies and it's specifically the matrix for sure human beings are a battery we give off energy. Everything in our body is, is an electrical signal. That's how our nerves, you know, talk to each other. It's we have this electrical energy that our body generates. I mean, so it's there, you know. And I think that we probably exist in more than one dimension at a time. I That'd think. be awesome. Yeah, uh, I think that that's possible. Um, you know, and of course, there's different people that theorize is that we change dimensions like second to second. We are constantly shifting the state of probabilities as we go down a path and, and, and it continuously changes. And there's also the whole theory. That's another whole theory that the CERN destroyed the universe and we're in an alternative universe already. (laughs) But, but yeah, I, I think that, I think that you can leave energy signatures and, and, and there can be like, you know, it's kind of like the, like playing a holographic rerun of, of an incident that if something happened that was so vivid and so energetically charged it could leave it could leave an echo of that that situation happening that's why that's why when you hear about hauntings that are like yeah the ghost appears and does this and it's like it's always the same thing it's not like the ghost is like interacting with you it's like it's like a projector like you're watching the scene over and over and over again it never changes because it's just an energetic echo and see i wouldn't consider that a true haunting i'd consider that basically you know like a like every time like every time you walk into a room you 
you trip the phonograph and it starts playing a song, you know what I'm saying? But like every time, so like the right, like if the right energy comes into the right contact with that, that echo, it triggers the echo, you know, versus something that's like truly, you know, like if you watch a movie, you know, and it's like truly like a malevolent spirit or something that's like actively doing something different all the time with different people. That's a, that's a whole nother ball game. I would obviously be less afraid if I was going someplace where they were describing the haunting as a, oh, we see the person come down here, go down a hall, you know, fall down the stairs or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, okay, okay, great. Well, if I see that, I'm probably not too worried about it. It'll be cool to see it, but I'm not too worried. But it's like it's watching not. a TV show. All you're doing right. is watching it. Right. Yeah. But if you have something to where like you're doing something and it's like, you know, it's like it's like trying to come towards you or, you know, or like trying to open the door or whatever, you know, and like you yeah. hear footsteps. That would be way creepier. I mean, uh, I, I yeah, I, I would be way creeped out more in a forest that's pitch black at night because you have no idea well, what's around you. That That's like I I like movies, right? I love movies. I love watching movies. I love being entertained. And I don't find horror movies to be that good. They're just, uh, there's gore in a, in a gore movie. I get it. But a horror movie that's meant to make me scared, I know it's not real. So it doesn't really scare me. Like I'm sitting on my couch in my house watching, you know, a DVD of something. It it doesn't make me scared. So a couple of years ago, I I took it to the next level. I I downloaded a movie called The Witch onto my iPad. Uh-huh. And it's about this family in like the 1600s that gets shunned from their their little their little Amish village, you know. Mm-hmm. They they have the big hats with the buckle on the front, and they're pilgrims, and they get they get banished from their village because the the daughter is speaking in tongues, or the mom's a witch. I don't are like accused of witch witchcraft. I don't remember exactly right. what it was, but it takes place in Massachusetts in in the woods, and then. They, they get kicked out of their little village and they start their own little tiny house and their own little fields and stuff. And then there's an actual witch who lives further into the woods that people fear. And then the daughter keeps going there, going there, learning from her. Oh, and, really? Okay. So yeah, she's and, like, she's like hanging out with the witch. Like, what's up? Yeah. Aunt well, she's, it, it's been a while since I watched it. Usually I, uh, I remember movies a lot, but I, I took my iPad and a friend and we, do you know what an oil lease is? It's land that a company will lease off a farmer. Okay. And they, they just build some pump jacks, some oil tanks on there to extract oil. Right. So and then they give the farmer a portion, like a percentage. Uh-huh. They rent it for a certain dollar amount every month. But we drove down this oil lease, past the oil lease onto a dirt road into all this like trees. And I just parked my car. We got out, got a couple blankets, got a pillows. And I just set the iPad up. So we're, we're in a fucking forest watching a movie about a witch in the forest and i'm not gonna lie to you creepy as fuck actually scary not not on your couch not in the movie theater but when you yeah when you go into the wood you've never been on this road i just drove down an oil lease road until we got to like wooded areas and then i just parked the car i was like this is it and she's like have you been here before it's like nope no, <laughs> no idea where i am all i know is that once i turn around and follow that road out it's only one road you know we'll, we'll get 20 minutes back into town but yeah it was fucking awesome I think that's the way to watch a scary movie. That's definitely would be adding a little extra, a little extra bonus to it. Yeah, I've always been curious about people like I, I, I. Uh, it's not really hauntings per se, but there's this uh, YouTube channel. It's called Sasquatch Chronicles, and it's All just right. people telling story about 
encountering Sasquatches. That's you awesome. Know? Yeah, it's 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 some cr some crazy creepy stuff that people talk about, you know. And of course, there's a theory that Sasquatch are interdimensional beings. That's why you don't ever see them, is because they can phase in and out of our reality. So I used to watch a show that William Shatner hosted called Weird or What. Okay. And he just takes people's personal. Well, I mean, he's just the host, so he's not doing anything but reading a script. Yeah. But anyways, they, they take people's personal experiences with creepy shit and then they mm -hmm. do a reenactment re on it and William Shatner hosts it and does like the voiceover work and stuff. And there, there's a lot of really good episodes. There, there was one about the New Jersey devil, which is like legit a devil. Not like, yeah. I had no idea that there was an actual, I didn't know that hockey team was named after an actual devil. I didn't know. Well, that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Apparently it lives in the, in the marsh <laughs> marshland of New Jersey and it, this woman was being chased by it in, in her car and she had a newborn baby in her car. And apparently the whole time, the thing just wanted the baby. Oh crap. Yeah. And then she gets to a house and she, she goes inside the house, like where her husband is and it's winter time. And then they just, it's a wooden, like a log cabin kind of house. And they just keep hearing thud on the roof. Like a big things are landing on the roof. And then, then there's snow falling off the roof. They see through the windows and then the husband runs outside to t take a look at it. And up top, there's three fucking Jersey devils just perched on his fucking roof, waiting for his like daughter, like the newborn. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then he goes back inside, gets his gun, sh shoots a couple shots. They leave. But it's a fucking great storytelling. Like it's it's done oh. really, really well. Are you wow. Are you, are you getting freaked out about it? Nah. I'm not sure if I'd get a cabin in the woods in Jersey, but you yeah. know. Well, that's, that's where they live. But then there's another one where, uh, uh, it was like you said, phasing in and out of universes, right? Phasing in and out of realities, or yeah, there was one where dimensions, little, yeah, dimensions, yeah, dimensions. Sorry, mm -hmm. there, there's a kid talking about how his dad used to work for a secret government office. It, I think it was in Jersey as well, maybe Phil, maybe Philadelphia. Anyways, he his dad's like, hey, I need you to to come with me to work today, and the kid's like, all right. So the kid's like nine. And he goes with his dad and his dad talks to one of the guards and the guard lets him in and his dad takes out his keys and he unlocks the door. It's just a warehouse. And, and the kid had no idea this was like a government office, but it was like an old broken out warehouse. And they uh -huh. walked in and this, this room just had this, it looked like a big TV screen, but this is like in the fifties. Uh -huh. So the TVs were very small, if at all. Right. right? right. So, and so this thing was huge, like 30 feet by 30 feet. And oh, it, just, wow. okay. it was just like gray. Like, you know, when you see when the matrix numbers are, that they're trickling down mm -hmm. or static. Like when you see static on an old TV channel. Okay. That, that's yeah. what the screen was all static. And then he, he grabbed his son's hand and they just walked through it. And all of a sudden it was like, cause he walked through at night with his dad. It was daytime and it was sunny and it was hot. And he's like, where are we? Dad's like, we're in Arizona. And he's like, what? He was we're in Arizona. This is a thing we're working on with the government. And they went to like a museum and they got a ticket from the museum and they did a tour through the museum and, and came back and they came back through the portal and uh -huh. the kid has the ticket on him and his dad is long past. And he figured I wasn't sworn to secrecy. I didn't have to like sign any documents, but I still have the ticket. Like he opened up his little photo book and there was a ticket, but the ticket was from like 1930. So he traveled through time and 20, distance and distance 20 years prior he has a ticket for before he was even born from a museum in Arizona. Uh, yeah. How weird is that? Yeah. And then That's another one. Crazy. There are these, there are these couple, two couples that went to uh, an opera and the men were outside the women's washroom 
and the two women go into the women's washroom and the men are just waiting outside for them. And when the women are in there, they they said there was like one stall to do your business and they were, they weren't in there to, to go to the bathroom. They're just in there to like do their hair. Right. To make yeah. sure they were, they were pretty. That's, that's what they said. We went in to make sure that we were presentable. So they went in and they, the stall was open. You can see into it. Nobody was in there and they're doing their hair and their lipstick. And then there's a man behind them. They turned around cause they saw him in the mirror and he was just standing there. He's like, Oh, excuse me, ladies. And he just like opens the door and walks out. And they just looked at each other. Like he wasn't in here. Like the room is so small. Right. We would have seen him. He wasn't in the stall because the door's open. There's no place for him to go. We closed the door behind us, so he didn't walk in behind us. And he was dressed really, really weird. Like he was dressed unlike anything they'd ever seen before. Uh-huh. So they went outside to ask their husbands, like, "Hey, where did that guy go?" And they're like, "What are you talking about? The, the guy that opened the door and walked out like a minute ago. Where did he go?" They go, "We've been standing out here the whole time. You guys went in. You guys came out. Nobody else. Nobody else came out." They're like, we saw him open the door. And so, yeah, they talked to some scientists and the scientist was saying something could have happened where that that room was teleported to a different time. That, that's why when the man opened the door to leave, their husbands didn't see it because it wasn't opening in their husband's time. It was wow. opening in the other time. But by the time they got out, it had transferred back through dimensions and they opened it up to find their husbands there. Right. Fucking cool. Yeah. Well, I looked into what we were talking about. So the In Cold Blood House was uh, the the book that Truman Capote wrote about the murders that happened in a small town here in rural Kansas. But there hasn't th- there's some supposedly, you know, maybe some eerie stuff that went on. But basically, the house is just famous because of of the people being murdered there and the book and everything, which is pretty heinous. I mean, these people got shotgunned in their house by some escaped killer convicts how often do you think so. that that comes up how often do you think escaped convicts are a thing i don't know probably well you know they don't arrest anybody and put them in jail anymore they just slap them on the hand and let them go but i don't know i mean you know you still hear about escaped convicts getting away and that stuff happens a lot of times it's always because the the female security police or whatever the heck you would call them prison guards stoop in the the prisoner and helps them escape you know nice. you would you know you would think it's at this at this point technology and stuff like getting out of a prison's gotta be hard you know i know that there was a stretch of highway i was with two friends traveling to las vegas from alberta and then we were driving back i remember it was at night it was after salt lake city so it might have been idaho maybe we had gone through utah at that point but it, it was dark, and there were signs posted. We're driving through, it seemed like hills. It was dark, so you couldn't see much on the outside. A bunch of lights in the distance, like little towns and stuff. And it was a pretty, like, a decently sized highway. Not like a four lane, not like four, like eight lanes, but like two on each side. Yeah. And there were signs posted everywhere that says, do not pick up hitchhikers. They may be escaped convicts. So yeah. there, there must have been a prison around there somewhere. And right. And there's nothing else around there. So the best way for them to get out would be to hitchhike. But there was fucking signs that say, do not pick up hitchhikers. And I I thought it'd be funny to pull over down a dirt road because we had to take a piss and there was nothing. I didn't want to pull over on the side of the highway. So I pulled down this dirt road and we all get out and we're just like pissing and stuff. I go, can you imagine how awesome it would be 
if I get in the driver's seat because I'm driving and then the other guy gets passenger seat because he's the passenger and then the other guy or third friend gets into the back and I just like start driving away and then 10 minutes down the road I realize the guy in the back isn't saying much and I look in the rearview mirror and it's a different fucking dude in an, <laughs> orange, in an orange jumper and you're like nice yeah yeah probably wasn't smart to pull over at the spot where it says do not pick up hitchhikers they may be escaped convicts but yeah i'm young i'm invincible right that's how that works all right and there's multiple of you so, you know people there right so you weren't by yourself true so, so that that's a plus i don't know if i would have pulled over uh a- down down a little dirt road and just pulled pulled around in a like a circle and everyone got out to piss yeah yeah probably just should have pulled over on the highway to do it I've done that. Funniest thing I ever did was I was out in the middle of nowhere. And just because I could, because I never had the opportunity, I literally just stopped in the middle of the road and just peed on the yellow line going (laughs) down the middle. There was nobody around. Broad daylight, middle of the day. And I just whipped my dick out. Fucking highway. You know, just the road. Nobody around. Just peed right there. I'm like, I'm not going behind a tree, nothing. I'm just going to pee right here in the middle um, of the road. I remember my friend Mark used to have a Hyundai pony. Do you know what those look like? A Hyundai pony? Yeah. Google it. Okay. Hyundai pony. So he had a little okay. red one and we do we do a lot of little trips in it and it's just a fun fucking car and it had a hatchback and I figured it would be fun. We were driving from White Rock, <laughs> oh, White Rock back to Chilliwack and uh, I was in the back. I was like, dude, pop the hatch, pop the hatch. He's like, what? I go pop the hatch. So he popped the hatch from the front and he slowed down and I lifted it up and I was on my knees and I just pissed out of the back of the car on the highway as we were driving because I thought it was fucking hilarious. Definitely not a ghost story. Definitely not a, a fall story, not a creepy story. But I mean, we're trading urine stories, are we not? It, well, we moved over to that. I, I I heard a funny story once from somebody in a band that talked about how they didn't want to stop, and it was like in the middle of winter, so the guy just stuck his wang out the window to pee, <laughs> and when they finally stopped, there's like this just frozen pee <laughs> down the side of the car. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Terrible, but awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember one time driving from Alberta to BC. I was with my girlfriend, and I was driving, and I had to pee, and I was like, nope, no time to pull over. got to make it to BC. So she, you know those like glass Starbucks like frappuccinos you can buy at like Walmart or like 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had one of those. Like it was empty because I'd drinking it. And she held it like by my wang as I held my wang in it and I peed into it. And then I had to cut it off because it was filling up. So she put the uh, lid on it. She's laughing and she's like, we don't have any other bottles. I'm like, fuck, I got to pull over anyway. So I had to pull over and finish pissing. Uh, but yeah, I she was, admire that you were able to clinch it off for that long. Yeah, well, it wasn't. It was uh, maybe a minute. But yeah, she, yeah, while I was driving, she was holding the thing, and it was warm. I have a pic- <laughs> I have a picture of it somewhere. Her holding it. It might be in my Facebook under like <laughs> BC trips, like two thousand and seven, maybe two thousand and six, two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. You know, my dad always made sure he kept an old. Uh, he had an old. Um, the big mouth Listerine bottles from like this, like in the seventies and eighties, they were bigger mouth than they are now. Why is that? I don't know. Given women practice, I don't <laughs> fucking know. Do you think it was a cost cutting thing to make it smaller? If you made know. the the whole smaller, they're still need... they're still pretty good size, but they aren't as big as they used to be. You the, would need a the... smaller lid, so there would be a yeah. cost cutting there. Yeah, probably. 
motherfuckers. Yeah, that's the Canon portable pisser. The so you guys the used to bottle. In that? that that's it. Oh, my dad did. I didn't. No, but because you know he was always drinking and driving, so he frequently had to go. So, oh, that's pretty I told, sweet. Uh, I told you that story about him. Did I ever tell you that story about him telling me to take the wheel? We we're trying to get on an entrance ramp to get onto a highway. And he's like, "Here, take I, the I wheel." Don't, I don't. I don't think so. Start, start oh, over. Okay. So. All right. So one time, me and my dad are coming back to my grandparents' house. And it's out in the country, and we're getting onto a I highway. I do know that. Yeah, you, yeah. You hated going there because there's nothing to do. Right. But now which, you which, would love which going. Now there. I would love it. Oh my yeah. god! To to have a 32 acre farm. In the family, oh my god! I mean, we had they had a well and land and all this stuff. You know how much I would love to have that property. Well, it's underneath the dump now, and it was across the street from a dump then because this like landfill kept expanding. That's why they sold it out. But if they had, did they sell it to the landfill? Yeah, yeah, they were like one of the last holdouts. Well, that would have been good money. Yeah, she got like four hundred thousand dollars for the property, which probably she could have held out for more. But anyway. Or they could have built around her, and everything is a landfill. Exactly. Well, yeah, pretty much. So basically, they, that land, you know, has all been scraped off down to the bedrock, and then trash is on it. So I mean, it does, none of it exists except in my mind. Yeah. You know, which is sad. It was really beautiful, but I didn't like it as a kid because you know, I mean, God, kids, kids nowadays would be even more hating on it. It's like oh, I don't have my phone. I don't have internet connection. You know, or whatever. I, I literally you know? have my kid's iPad beside me. Yeah. I took it away. I was like, no. Sorry, you you've been on all day and you're you're being a dick to me. You're using my charger and I told you not to take it out of that room because he he plays with it while he charges it. Yeah, and the cord keeps getting bent. He he goes through a cord every two months, maybe oh, a wow. month. And I'm tired of paying for them, so it's like when it's charging, you don't touch it. But he has to have it charging in every room he goes to because he's constantly got it at like three well, percent because he's constantly using it. This is the boy you told me that had to watch it while he was peeing. So I yeah. I. I do believe everything you're saying. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he gets home from school. He's like, where's my iPad? I'm like, dude, you've been home for less than a minute. Get fucked. Like empty your bag, put your shoes away, get a snack, brush your teeth, go pee, do anything else. But right. I want to see if someone texted me. You're 10. You're 10. I Who the swear fuck to is God. texting you while you're at school? Are they not I, in I, school? Social media is turning, making people antisocial. Yeah. It, like uh, it's, I don't know. Could I go like five or ten years and just be completely away from the internet and society? If I had a if I had a, a sweet woman and a nice place and pretty much everything I ever needed, I could care less what happened in the rest of the world. I really would. I could, it doesn't matter to me. Well, since that's not going to happen, how about you tell yeah. me something that has happened? So yeah. you're on the interstate with your dad. Oh, so I'm on the interstate with. Well, so we're not on the interstate. We're on a side road. We're getting. We're coming up to uh, this interest ramp to get get on to my dad and my dad's like he's like here take the wheel and this is like an old like 1974 truck with manual manual there was no power steering i mean it was like you know whatever he, he told so you like, charlie charles chucky i don't know what he said son or her charles probably charles craig take the, well, i don't even know you called that. he just said take the wheel so i'm reaching over i'm trying to hold on to the <laughs> wheel to keep it straight while he's going how, up how old are you how old are you like like eight or nine i mean i'm young <laughs> no power and, steering no, and, and I'm just trying to keep it steady, <laughs> and he's fucking whipping his dick out and fucking, you know, because he, he, one of his hands was kind of messed up because it got crushed in an, an industrial accident. So okay. he's got to use he, so he's got to use both his hands. I mean, because you got one hand on the bottle and one hand on his dick, right? So, I mean, he doesn't have anything on the wheel at all. And I'm trying to steer it, 
and I freak out. I'm like, oh, I can't do it. And I let go, and he fucking like grabs the wheel, and he's like, fuck, peeing everywhere. And, I mean, it's funnier and shit to think about now. At the time, it was not. Um, did did he beat your ass because of it? No, he, he didn't. Which I should have. He should have. Um, definitely should have. Should should have done that. Well, he he shouldn't have. But back in that, no, time, he probably, yeah, he missed out. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I think back, you know, I mean, I, like I said, I, I, it's my own fault, but you know, as a kid, you don't know what you don't know yet. And I didn't understand what being an adult was like. All I understood was that as a kid, I wasn't having the hallmark moments that I was hoping to have as a child with a father. So, so that's too bad. I understand, I, I I understand him more now and he's gone. I can't talk to him about this is getting me all, yeah, this is it. Charlie Ray's getting all emotional, but, uh, to be a blubbering bitch yeah just if you do have the opportunity and your father is still here and you're estranged from him and you think you didn't understand him maybe you've grown to the point where maybe you can understand that he didn't know anything more than you knew and that that and that he was just doing the best he could with the fucked up with the when he had fucked up parents just like your parents are fucked up you know i find it whatever way odd that the government doesn't regulate someone like myself having children (laughs) like it just there's no there's no test there's there's nothing i don't need just give jt some time i'm sure it's coming they're gonna have reasons to take him away from you as soon as possible i don't i don't have any right or idea how how to be a parent other than the tv shows i watched and the family i grew up with do you find that weird there's no real instruction manual there's no there's no laws. You can't drive a car. You you can't build a deck in your backyard without laws. You didn't, like, you didn't pass parenting class, basically, right? You're like, where? I didn't take a parenting class. Nothing. You, but you have, you have to get a fucking permit to to build a four foot deck in your backyard. I mean, that's not gonna I do know, anything right? to anyone. But yeah. I, I'm allowed to like just bring up a child into this world as a member of society, and you don't give a fuck how I do it. You honestly I mean- don't care what I do. It makes wow. me think of a Jerry Springer episode where they had the KKK on there and they had like some eight year old that was just up there being a crazy ass little KKK fucker. And you're <laughs> like, God damn, it's little kids crazy. <laughs> I fucked the whatever. I'm like, okay, dude, you're fucking eight, man. Chill out. You're on a big wheel. But yeah, it oh. is weird to look at that. And you, you see some people like, I, I think I'm I'm pretty good dad. Like I, I have a good time with my kids. I take care of my kids. You know, there will always be food. There will always be a like a roof over their head. There's always going to be clothes. There's always going to be I love yous like every day, like every yeah. day. Because one day it's just not going to be able to be said because one of you is going to be gone. So at least they can yeah. have the memory of being told every single day. Right. right? But uh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, there's there's no fucking instruction manual. It is so fucking weird. Sure, you can buy a book for somebody from somebody who wrote a book about how to be a parent, but you're just getting that person's opinion. It's not an actual yeah. instruction manual. Yeah. My Pontiac has an actual instruction manual because it came from the fucking manufacturer. You don't get a manufacturer <laughs> book for these kids. It would be really interesting if the baby popped out. You're like, hold on a second. <laughs> There's yeah. the manual. Here, wipe that off, would you? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, does that not make sense that there should be a manual? Yeah, there should be. I'm not sure how the human body would like photocopy one out for you but no you i just know. figured it would be government mandated it makes sense to me that baby, it is. baby pops out you get knocked on the door here's your manual yeah <laughs> well because I mean, when you're born in a country the the government of that country wants the citizens to act a certain way right 
Right. Well, so, well, here's the funny thing, though. They don't give you a manual on how to do things right. But if you fuck shit up, they're right there to take the kid away from you. Yeah. They don't, but, okay, well, what's my don't do this fucking list, you know? <laughs> if, you, if you don't feed them, we'll take the kid away from you. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, logical. Yeah, I should feed yeah. them and, and yeah. take care of them and make sure they get to school on time. But I keep thinking about like kids these days are they're they're a different breed than we were. Like if our parents did something, we could never say, I'm going to call child services. They would be like, right. fuck you are. And they just beat you harder with a belt. Right. Yeah. And they so beat like, you with the phone. Fine, fine. I won't. I won't. I'm sorry. Now yeah. you say something to the kid like and then my daughter would be like, I'm just going to call child services. And I look at her as like, you think wherever you're going to go, they're going to give you a cell phone and trips to Disneyland and a house to live in? Go for it. Like, yeah. I, I didn't make you the right food for dinner, so you're going to call child services? Hope you hope, like bologna sandwiches wherever yeah, you're going. I, I hope you like living in a house with 18 other kids and nobody gives a fuck about you. I hope you like that. Enjoy, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like, for stupid reasons. I understand if I was beating them, like, I'm going to call child services. I'm like, okay, all right, you know, I don't want to beat you. But yeah, for, yeah. yeah. You need dinner? like a you need like a test house to like be like okay here you get to go spend a weekend here this is what happens if you call child protective services like scared straight but it's <laughs> like you know don't cry wolf you maybe know, that's what is... your parents did they sent you to, to your grandparents where you hated being and that was your punishment I don't know I got oh, sent I, I went there for two weeks every summer so that was like my but it was nice I would love to like I said I would love to be out there to be out there where there was. There was well now because it's in the city now, but at the time it was like outside of the city limits. You know, there was no there was no light, so you could see all the stars. I oh, haven't yeah. seen stars for decades. So you got to do a trip out here. I, I picked up my brother in law in Edmonton a couple weeks ago. I don't know if I talked to you about this, but I picked him up. I don't know seven eight o'clock at night at the airport. It's about a three hour drive, and we're driving back after we had like a late dinner. So we're gonna get back to town like one o'clock in the morning. So it's like, I don't know, 1145 midnight. And I just pull over on the highway. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, we're going to go look, look at the stars. He's like, what? So we get out of the car and we look up. Like like you said, no light anywhere. Just billions and billions. You can see the Milky Way clear through just your regular yeah. eyes. It's just, it was wonderful. And he's like, this is amazing. This is beautiful. It's like, yeah, man, this is this is what I like about being out where I live. Like, sure, I'm in town, but 10 minutes in almost any other direction. And you're out and, in the middle of nowhere. And you can sit down with your iPad and watch The Witch and get scared out of your fucking mind. <laughs> maybe, maybe get a hand job or two. Maybe. I'm not saying that happened. But I mean, maybe that's why I don't remember a lot of the movie. Maybe. If it was a hand job from a witch, then maybe. <laughs> well, I had my eyes closed. I was pretending it was a witch. A warlock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sexy warlock. A real manly. Double, a double Dutch runner to a warlock. <laughs> Uh, are we gonna do this? Or are we are we are we conjuring something here? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it always goes back to the double Dutch rudder. Oh, yes. like, this is yeah. supposed to be about like pumpkins and ghosts yeah. and Halloween and candy and like Thanksgiving. And here you are talking double Dutch rudders. He, Dad pissing I, all over his own car. I, I want to find a house that's haunted by like the fucking craziest orgy of all time. <laughs> you just like go in there and trigger that. And you're like, holy shit, some crazy shit went down here. So uh, an orgy was going on and then a murderer came in and killed everyone. You just want to. <laughs> that would be dark. You just want to come in and, you know, pre-murder watch the orgy. One dude's like, hold on, let me finish first. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I could finish under that kind of pressure. You don't think so? 
you know as soon as you finish you're gonna you're gonna get shot. Hmm. I don't want to get shot, but I I would rather finish and get shot versus get shot. Well, <laughs> well yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I'd I'd have I'd have to do it. She, she gets shot, and then you get shot. That's right. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Somehow, somehow our our topics always come back to sex. I don't know what I don't know why that is. Uh, know what alls out there? Maybe it's because that is a human condition that is primary in the male mind. So, so um, since this is called answers for everything, yes, I am going to ask the internet a question, and it is: Are dreams real? Because we talked about dreams and like universes and dimensions and stuff, right? Right. Are dreams real? Have you ever had a dream that you thought was fucking real? You woke up and you're like, holy fucking shit. Oh, yeah. A lot. Are you the same type of mind that I have where those kind of dreams are usually related to some sort of collecting? Like something toy you liked or... To me, that those dreams when I wake up, I I swear I had that comic in my collection. Or I swear I had that G.I. Joe toy in my collection. One of the ones, this is really weird. I was in grade, I think it was probably 1987. So I dreamt of a G.I. Joe character. It was a pirate with a pirate ship. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Like I was picturing him on a pirate ship in like off the base of Louisiana, like the Gulf of Mexico. I woke up and I swear to God, I had this in my collection, which obviously I didn't because I you know, they didn't, they didn't make it. So I'm looking through my collection. It's like, did I see this somewhere and trying to find all the, you know, the pamphlets you get that had like, Hey, this is coming out next year. I was looking through it. Right, didn't see right, it anywhere. I was like, right. what the fuck? What uh-huh. the fuck? And then two or three days later, I was at a, at a store called Stedman's. Stedman's is like dollar general. So it's like that where okay. you, you wouldn't find shoes on a rack. You'd find them in like a bin. They would be like t- tied together with like their okay. shoe size. It'd, it'd all be the same in like a bin like a black rubber sole, you know, size five. And they, they would have pretty much everything at this place. You could buy cutlery, you could buy toys, you could buy wrapping paper. That's what a Dollar General is. Is it not? There's a little food section. Is it stuff like that? Well, Dollar General, yeah. Dollar General's got a little bit of everything. It's got food. It's got like a little toy section, like a little like a little mechanical, okay, so, you know, like hammer. Like this, so yeah, it's, it's that's, just, that's what Stedman was crap. in my hometown. Small hometown. Like it's very, very small. Not a lot of places to buy toys. And I was there. And I saw a, a, a G.I. Joe pirate character. Not, not, yeah, but not with a pirate ship, Zanzibar. with a little tiny, like, hovercraft, a mini little skiff. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck? I the literally had a dream uh-huh. of what this guy looked like, but not the vehicle. And then I found and it, like, that week. And, and I was like, it. what the fuck? And, and I didn't have enough money on me. I was like, you know, $8 short or something, $5 short. And there was a lady there that paid for it for me. Like, I, she, she was, she was the mom of a kid who was a year older than me. His name was Denny. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I didn't know much about him. He was a year older than me. But uh, she felt bad that I didn't have enough money in my wallet. And I really wanted it. And she she paid the difference. Yeah. And and I remember we had our school wow. track meet like the next day or the day after. And every participant gets a, a free popsicle. So, you know, like an orange or a blue or a red popsicle you remember the old ones that were like stuck together with two popsicle sticks in it it, it was yeah, one yeah. of those and yeah. i i remember i was like oh my god thank you so much denny i'm gonna give you my popsicle at the track meet tomorrow and i did but it's like yeah it's really weird that i thought that dream was fucking real like it was so real when i woke up and then then part of it was kind of real that's cool that's the, and the question is 
is that Zanzibar behind you in one of those shells now? His hammer and his spear that go on the side, those are gone. Oh uh, yeah. I don't have I don't know if I have a complete one either. Oh no, I have the so. spear. I don't have the hammer. I have I don't have yeah, the, have mallet. the, ma- the I have mallet. I have the spear and, and one of the handles is broken yeah. on his little control gearbox thing. But yeah. 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 That's cool. That's cool. I that that is a pretty cool dream to have that happen. I I've had a lot of weird, really weird and cool dreams, but the my favorite dream ever. Well, you know, I've told you my favorite band is ACDC. Yep. I've mentioned that several times. And I had a dream once. And this is before Malcolm getting sick and retiring and then and passing away. He was the rhythm guitar player and one of the main songwriters in ACDC. And I had a dream that I was at an ACDC concert before it started. And they're like, hey, Malcolm's sick or whatever. We need somebody to play rhythm guitar. Can you do it? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I could do it. I mean, you know, apparently I could play guitar. And so I got up on stage with the band in front of an entire arena and I'm just back there in Malcolm's <laughs> spot just fucking jamming the shit out and watching them and it was so fucking realistic that's the best dream I have ever had that's fucking amazing I mean think about that I mean oh, how yeah. amazing could you imagine yourself you're on stage like yeah. say for let's say for example with you two and the edge can't play and you're up there and you're no, able to that'd play be fucking perfectly. incredible It'd be fucking incredible. It was the most amazing feeling I ever had from a dream. Most amazing feeling I ever yeah. had. I've told you about when it comes to other stuff. <laughs> but uh, I've had some, you know, I've had some really wild I, dreams. I, I have a top of my a head Word right document now, but... at work that I put my dreams into when I remember them. If I remember them right when I wake up, I grab my phone and I put it in my notepad. I just type it all out as fast as I can. Yeah. And then I start my day. And then, you know, when I get to work, I retype it on there. But yeah, I've got like a dream journal. I haven't put anything in there, honestly, for about a year. The last one was about a a friend of mine. And you've seen that house that has like, it's in the mountains in like Switzerland and it's all like glass. It's all mirrored. So I I had a dream that we were somehow in that house and there was Russian terrorists and they're forcing us to do shit. It's just fucking weird dream. I woke up and I was like, that was a really weird dream. So Right away, I text her and be like, "Hey, I had this dream, blah blah blah, all the way down." But haven't remembered a dream for a while. Haven't. I don't know why. There, there was a there was a time period I went through where I don't know if I wasn't dreaming or I couldn't remember. I didn't have any dreams or I just didn't remember any dreams for like six months, and it was really weird. And then they came back. It would be a really neat thing to study if if you were able to study them. Like how you can only study the the patterns that your brain gives off while you're dreaming, but the people that are watching those patterns have no idea what you're dreaming of. Nobody knows. Well, they say that they're working. Well, who knows? They're working that they think that they're going to be able to recreate what you're seeing. And I'm like, yeah. If I if I could literally just like <laughs> put a tape recorder on my head and then like watch it. Oh my can god! Can you imagine waking up and your brain, like the a little chip, recorded your dreams, and you can watch it like it's a fucking TV show? That would be. I would. I would definitely watch yeah. that more than I'd watch any TV show. I think because it'd, it'd be nice to know what your brain is thinking oh, of when yeah. you're not, you know, conscious of doing it. Consciously, I mean, I know what I think of now on yeah. a regular basis, and you don't want to be part of that mess like that. You don't. You don't want to be in there, but I mean, <laughs> I, if the dreams are even more 
Why is there a whole room of people doing double Dutch <laughs> hey, rudders? What is going why on are they here? All girls? It's a whole How gymnasium. They oh, they, this is weird. How can they do a double Dutch rudder? How are they all scissoring? Is that a vapor? Is that a vapor lock? Yeah. What's going on there? Yeah, it, I would love to be able to 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 see my dreams. That would be awesome. I think. I mean, I don't know who wouldn't unless you had nightmares every night. That would suck. So we didn't but, answer the question. You know, what's that? Do I think dreams are real? Well. You know, it's interesting you say that because in some stuff I've read, and and I could possibly believe this, you know, at night when your body is resting, you know, your soul never needs to rest, you know, your your ethereal self or whatever. And so you can go and do anything. I mean, you know, I uh, I think that you could travel, you know, potentially to other dimensions, other realms, other things. And it could be what what happens could be a reality. You're just somewhere else as an astral version of yourself or you could be projecting or or instead of it actually being a dream, you could be in another embodiment of your soul at another time and you're just popping into that other embodiment that's existed at that time the 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 other dimensions that are vibrating at a different frequency all around us when you're awake you're in this one but when you sleep you become the consciousness of the other one you're just switching off or or any of them. I mean, you can go to. Well, that's why the dreams are so weird, right? They're different ba- all the time. Is you're, you're popping into yourself right, right. in a different dimension, and every dimension is unique upon itself. You've seen that movie, everything, everywhere, all at once. I know. Oh my god, you got to see that. You got to no seriously. You got to see that movie. In this movie, there's a part where they go to a dimension. It's like way off the ranch like they've mapped out all these dimensions and so they can connect to different things with different skills and somehow she connects to a dimension do, 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 do you want me where to know? somehow evolution <sighs> okay well let's just okay. say that they have an unusual an unusual situation and it's just so freaking weird you know and it's just it's it's surreal okay you got to see the movie and it it will kind of it will kind of potentially you know explain like i said everything everywhere all at once now i've told you before i've talked about how i believe everything exists all yep. at once you know like the last like the last time we were having a podcast and talking that still exists we're still having that podcast and talking right now at that time period and i so think time, I time isn't a linear thing yes okay. exactly time is not a linear it. thing but the only way for us to make sense of it in our conscious body is to it. make it a linear thing. And to, so, yeah, I mean, so eventually, I mean, kind of conceptually, you know, we in, we kind of invented Agreed. the yep. timekeeping with the clock, right? You know, um, so it's 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 weird. So, but yes, I do think that the dreams can be potentially real. They could be, they could be, you know, you in a play, you know, or you know, basically you. Watching a movie, it, I mean, it, it could be, it could be you. It could not be you. I mean, typically, you know, in a dream, you're always doing something. You're never in a dream where you're just mm-hmm. sitting there watching everything happen. Like we sit in front of a movie and watch a movie yep. happen. We don't do anything in it. But when we're, but when we're in a dream, we're always active in the dream. It's always interactive. It's like, it's like, it's like a first person video game, right? I mean, you're always doing something in the dream. You're not just sitting back doing nothing, watching. So. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? I've got so many thoughts on it and we, we don't have enough time left in the recording to, to get into the thoughts. Ah, but okay. I, I do think that 
our dreams aren't real. I, I, I like me personally, I'm not doing the things for my dream in this particular life because a lot of it is impossible. Like the, right. the flying, like when, when you fly, do you fly in your dreams? I, I haven't yeah. done it for a while. I, I have. I don't do it very I, often. I do a, I a fly like yes. Super Mario Brothers 3. You know when he runs really fast and then he can just lift off? I have to run really fast. And then just yeah. once I pick up enough speed running, I can just jump and then I just soar. And then I have to come down again. Like I lose my momentum. Gravity gravity All kicks right. in and I right. fall down again. I don't fall. I don't get hurt. I just land and I keep running until I pick up speed and I jump up and I can fly until oh. gravity. So it's like the whole, yeah. so the, well, so it's like the yeah, whole. Like, <laughs> he does a jumping thing, but he's not soaring. Yeah, but he's yeah, a little it's bit like more that. violent. But dreams, yeah, man. It's. I would love to just every day sit down and talk to people about dreams, about the dreams they had. Not what they think it is. I, I would love to hear what people think about the dreams that they have. Because you know when you dream certain things, yeah. like psychologists have learned that when you dream certain things there are certain things going on in your body and in your life certain things are referenced to certain right. things I, I don't know like rotting teeth mm-hmm. is uh you're worried about illness so if you if you have some sort of okay. disease that you just found out about it you're probably going to have dreams about your teeth rotting out and somehow in your brain that's what is associated your real life with your dream it's weird right so yeah, there, okay. there's other things that are that yeah, yeah. are related to each other from real life to your dream. I have read that. So if I have, I've read about when, that whenever too. I wake up, if a I had a dream about like my my teeth falling out, I wake up and I'm like, huh, I'm not sick. I know I'm not sick. I'm not worried about anything. But I make a doctor's appointment just for that off chance that my dream is a different is a warning something right like your your, your dream knows your body knows something's yeah. happening yeah. and it's trying to warn you so yeah i'll make i'll make a doctor's appointment it's mm-hmm. it's kind of weird but i mean i don't tell the doctor that's why i'm there hey i had a dream about my teeth falling i was like hey man let's do a checkup yeah. and i love my doctor he's fantastic yeah. every time i'm there for whatever reason i'm there for it's usually just for a checkup or to get a prescription refill and I was like, hey, could we do some tests? He's like, yeah, what do you want? This, 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 and this. So we do a bunch of tests. And he's like, you do this all the time. You're fine. Like your heart is healthy. Your mind is healthy. You're focused. Like you're healthy, man. You you come in here and you 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 say, I think I might be sick. You're not. You are good. You are very, very good. Like, don't worry about it. He's always very encouraging that I'm okay. So my guess is all the yeah. tests I've ever done, he's never come across anything odd other than my back being fucked up. Did he ever tell you about that? that uh extra yeah he did talk about that and he said uh, it might lead me to decorating the, yeah. the house for thanksgiving and he he said you might turn into martha stewart one day apparently it did and lo and behold in front of my house if you sell all your joes and start collecting barbies i will uh, wonder yeah well but yeah i i think that at times you maybe could be experiencing something and at times it's just like a it's just like, like you said, it's like your body trying to, your subconscious is telling you something about your body. That That's entirely possible too. That would be awesome for your body yeah. to tell your mind to warn you. I mean, you don't always remember a dream. So even if it's trying to warn you, you wake up, you might have no recollection exactly. that it happened. But but then again, you, you could have had the same dream for the last 10 days in a row and you don't remember it at all. And your body is still mm-hmm. telling your mind to tell yourself, hey, remember this one. Like right. this is important. 
if if it is like that. But like they said, they don't they don't know. Dreams are just there. Well, you know, I think dreams must exist because like like I said, the human body, the human physical elements need sleep to rest and recover. But the but the consciousness yeah. never sleeps. And so something has to entertain the consciousness for that time when the physical is not there for it to interact with. Otherwise, it would just be staring. I mean, would if you were a consciousness, I mean, if you, I mean, you are a consciousness, but as a consciousness, would you just want to sit there and look at a blank screen for eight hours or six hours or whatever your sleep time is? That'd be, that'd be really boring, wouldn't it? But it, it, I don't know. I guess if you had the ability to conjure up whatever the fuck you wanted, that, that's that's your time you? to play. Yeah, I mean, because when when my consciousness is in me while I'm out and about, right. I'm in control. It doesn't control that it might control my breathing and my blinking and but i I control pretty much everything but yeah once i'm asleep it's it's party time it's time for this fucker he's like okay you're gone time for me to take over and do what i want to do yeah and he's like hey what kind of do you want and he's omnipotent in a dream he can do anything have you ever tried have you ever tried a lucid dream to where you could to where you basically wake up in the dream and take control of it and uh, yeah, oh, well, there's awesome. techniques for trying to do it. I have not tried it, but I would like to. Yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds great. I mean, that would have been helpful. I had a dream once so many years ago. It's very vivid in my mind. I was driving on this back road between the town I was living in and the town I grew up in. And there's a lake to the one side. So it's like a hill to the one side, a lake to the other side. And I was with a friend and he started driving faster and faster and it's windy and windy. And now he's like cutting corners and he's cutting people off and head on collisions. And then he's like, well, we're not going to make this corner. And he just like cranked the wheel towards the lake. We went off. And then as we're going down, he just like holds the steering wheel and he stares over into the passenger seat at me with a big smile on his face as the car's just sinking Uh and sinking. Just like he was fucking, he planned it and he was happy for it and we were going to die. And then I woke up and I was like, wow, that's (laughs) fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he's a good friend, and you know, he. And you're like, next time you guys are planning a road trip, you're like, okay, no lakes on this road. Uh, <laughs> no lakes on yeah, this and, road. And I'm dri- yeah, and I'm driving. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I mean, I, I guess I could plan a road trip out through Idaho, maybe pick up a hitchhiker yeah. or two. Who knows? You know, Who knows where to lead? Like large Marge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, I tell you what, you know, this has been a a good a good conversation about everything and anything except really much about haunting. So right. we'll maybe haunt your dreams with our thoughts on this podcast. So it's time to say goodbye. I'm going to say peace out, Charlie Ray. Peace out, know-it-alls. We will chat next week, and I hope that you were entertained. Indeed. You can't get this highfalutin entertainment just anywhere. So peace out. So peace That's out, right. Charlie Ray, as well. Peace out. Yeah, but that's only because he's worth like hundreds of millions of dollars and it was probably like her poster on her wall when she was a kid. Yeah. And she was like, I'm going to marry him one day. It's like, here's the opportunity. You know what? I was thinking about Tom Cruise the other day, and it led me to thinking about what Are you we touching yourself. <laughs>
Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all I do when I, I won't, have to I won't confirm or deny. <laughs> but I was started thinking, what would your song, if you were in the UFC, if you were a mixed martial arts fighter, and you had to have a walkout song, like in the WWE, yeah. what would you choose? Is it wrong that I want to choose a Hulk Hogan's American song? Not yeah. at all. That's a great uh, song. Yeah, but... Nothing I, gets you more jacked than Hulk Hogan's song. Yeah, Hulk that's pretty jacked. Whenever I play that on, like, the, you know, whatever, Nintendo, NES, whatever, the, the music came on, I was just like, yeah, yeah I win. Come so on. I would go with the Mission Impossible thing, because I know... <laughs> I assume I'd be going to get my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it sets the tone. All right, so here we go. Wang Nail. Okay, perfect. The, <laughs> the enamel growth at the end of a circumcised penis that resembles a thumbnail. Number two definition, the protective thumbnail-like growth at the tip of a man's penis that starts to form when the man is in his mid-twenties. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Is yeah. There, can you Google image search that? <laughs> no, don't, don't really, don't really. Uh, uh, you know what's cute about Urban Dictionary is I can put it on a mug for you. Oh, I love that. So you can drink coffee with the definition of wang nail. I just can't wait till like my kids are looking at it like, Daddy, what's a wang nail? <laughs> yeah, you gotta like stop your kids from learning how to read. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're down in the States. That's just right. that for us. Yeah. No, I don't ever think of somebody in a movie that... It stays the it, same It way. solidifies them as that character. Right. Or, yeah, every time I... I'm really, I don't know, I appreciate the art that they do, and I love that they can get into a character. Yeah. Because it's hard to explain. It is. Like, you see it as what it is. It's like a... Um, it's a movie. It's yeah, an it's, individual piece yeah, of art. It is. Right. You know, unless it's sequelized. Yeah. But that, there's that actor in that movie. Yeah. There's that character. But Summer Tuck, as Joe Pesci, yeah. has a lot of what you said, right? Yeah, he's chippy and all that. Right? But yeah, then you throw in Lethal Weapon, you're like, all right, that's nothing like anything he's done. Yeah. Or then you have, like, uh, Paul Rubens, who played Pee Wee Herman. Okay, yeah. And you're thinking, you know, Pee Wee Herman. Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? And then you see him in Blow. Uh, He's yeah, that's right, yeah. And you're just like, that is nothing. Yeah, that's like quite the artistic leap. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. That's what I like to see from an actor. And I think that on that performance alone, he should have... Do you think when um, he signed up for Pee Wee Herman, he was like... Well, he created Pee Wee Herman. It was his creation. <laughs> I would have thought he'd be like, okay, I'll do it. Because I got rent to pay, but no, this is it. No, he even... He even did a movie, and like, I had my five-year-old kid last year when he was four. Yeah. Uh, I was looking through his Netflix kid stuff, and I saw Pee-wee was an alien. Pee-wee Herman was aliens. Hmm. So I clicked on it and started watching it, and the movie, like, every day for, like, three weeks. I right. watched the alien movie, the alien movie. Pee-wee Herman, I didn't watch it because I don't want to waste my time, but right. the kid loved it. So he's <laughs> still doing, I mean, how old is he at? Probably 67, 70? Oh, I don't think he's that old. You think he is? I have no idea. Google it. I'll look him up right now. The only thing I think about with Pee-wee Herman... Is that when I was in elementary school, he was famous for, uh... Getting caught? Yeah. Being yeah. busted, whacking off. Yeah. And he got the job for Blow after that. Yeah, that's so right. So I think he it, was came good, back, yeah. it was a good break for him. He's 66. Yeah, see? I said 67. That's impressive, man. Uh, but yeah, he's still doing Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Like, last year. That's crazy. It's amazing. I get too invested, like, I'm not good at detaching from people's characters. It's the same when we went to WrestleMania. Yeah. And we traded seats so that I could see a couple of the guys, like, walking down when yeah. they were done their matches and all like that. you were at the front before, right. and then you went to the aisle? Yeah. yeah. So I went, yeah, by the railing. And Rowdy Roddy Piper walked by. Yeah. And I was going to put my hand out, and I was just legitimately scared shitless. I just thought, fuck it, I just pulled my hand back. Well, he might be like in the character. Well, he would have stayed in character and been like, don't touch me or whatever. But I just thought, 
Like he was, I was so intimidated that I couldn't even put my hand over the railing. I, I can't tell you how much of a, it's weird that you mentioned him, how much of a sweetheart Roddy Roddy Piper is because I met him at a G.I. Joe convention. Yeah, I believe he's a sweet guy. They, they made a G.I. Joe character out of him. But I just can't, like when my eyes see it, like in, in a movie, I'm like, okay, that's who that person is. And then in wrestling, it's like, um, I would just have assumed that, you know, they were all those guys, those angry people. Like Jim the Anvil Neidhart. By all accounts, the Hart family. Yeah. Right? Real nice people. But uh, I just wouldn't be able to do it. Weird. Yeah. So yeah, Kevin Bacon was kind of ruined until he was David Lindhagen. So good. <laughs> yeah, it is. So good. <laughs> I can't believe how much I liked that movie without oh, wanting to go watch that movie yeah, at all. For sure. I had no desire to watch it. But Michael Scott's great.